You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Well, good morning. I'm glad everyone was able to brave the elements, or more importantly, brave traffic uh, to get here this morning. Uh, I'm very excited to announce a four-year extension for Rocky Long that will have him leading our football program through 2021. Offering Rocky an extension may be the easiest decision I've ever had to make or will make uh, based on a couple of the following points. In six seasons as head coach, Rocky has led SDSU to six bowl games, including back-to-back wins, three conference championships, including back-to-back conference championships, and an end-of-season top 25 ranking for the first time in 30 years. Being ranked among the top 20 in a variety of statistical categories has become the norm for our program. And this past year, we are, were the top of a very special category and will be for some time when Donnell Pumphrey became the all-time leading rusher in the NCAA. Uh, Rocky th- is a three-time Mountain West Conference Coach of the Year. He is also the winningest coach in Mountain West Conference history. Back-to-back seasons with the Mountain West Conference Offensive, Defensive, and Special Teams Player of the Year. We are one of six schools over the past two seasons to win 11 games. In the state of California, only Stanford has a better record than San Diego State since 2010. That's the athletic piece of it. Academically, in the last four years, so since the 12-13 academic year, 93% of scholarship football student athletes who have exhausted their eligibility at San Diego State have graduated. During Coach Long's time as head coach, Our GPA has consistently been higher than the historical football GPA here at San Diego State. And last year, Paul Pitts III was named the Arthur Ashe Jr. Sports Scholar of the Year National Award winner. This award demonstrates the standard of character that Rocky expects from his student athletes. As we look to the future, we have great opportunities ahead of us with Rocky as our head coach. Over the coming years, we will consistently play Pac-12 and other high-level non-conference foes at the queue as we look to establish ourselves consistently in the national conversation. Next season alone, we have seven home games, including Stanford and Boise State. As the football team playing at the queue, I'm excited for all football fans to come to the queue and experience the excitement of Aztec football. Rocky is a great football coach. He's a great mentor to our assistant coaches and our student athletes. And most importantly, he's a great person. He truly cares not only about the success of the football program, but San Diego State as a whole. Rocky, excited to have you. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, J.D. Uh, Obviously, I think it's good for the program that there's some stability. And as my contract was coming to an end, uh, it was nice that everybody wanted me back and that we're willing to extend my contract to a point that uh, for everybody we're recruiting now, we can say that our staff should stay the same the whole time they're here, even though I know I'll lose a good coach 
here and there because of uh, what we've done over the past and what we plan on doing the doing in the future. Some of our coaches will obviously get some uh, opportunities that they can't turn down, but uh, the only way that you're successful is not me being the head coach. The way you're successful if you have a really good staff, and which we do, and they have done a really good job of recruiting really good players. And uh, obviously, you win when you have talented players that have the right attitude and they're coached by really good guys. So it's nice that I get to be a part of it for a few more years. We'll open it up for questions. Rob, do you feel like this will be perhaps one of the last contracts do you, that you sign? Do you feel like it's getting to that point? I don't, I don't think past tomorrow. To be honest with you, I, I don't I don't worry about what's coming in the future. I don't know how long I've got. Hopefully, I got a long time. It all depends on how many games you win and what kind of players you can recruit and what kind of staff you have. As long as we keep winning, there's no reason to leave. Jimmy, is this kind of unique in that San Diego State has two really established veteran guys who want to be here? Whereas normally schools at this level, the MAC level. These schools become stepping stones to guys that are here today going to Marsh. Is this a unique thing you've got? I, you know, I think we're, we're lucky that we have two established head coaches like Rocky and, and Steve Fisher uh, who do want to be at San Diego State and who are interested in not just their teams but the department as a whole, the university as a whole, and the community as a whole. So obviously, you know, our goal is to, uh, you know, keep – providing them what they need as well as the rest of our department, what they need to be successful, and you know, hopefully we'll be doing this for a long time. For both of you, uh, J.D. in particular, you mentioned that the Aztecs are now the team playing at uh, the Jumbotron Challenge Qualcomm Stadium. <laughs> what does this program have to do now to capture the attention of the city that has had its NFL team taken away, especially on the Jumbotron front? Rocky, I know that's probably cost you some. <laughs> You know, what momentum during games or whatever, but if you both could touch on what you have to do now to capture the city. I'll let you go for it. Well, I, number one, I think uh, it, it's a sad deal to see the Chargers leave. I, I think I think that kind of puts a hole in things as far as the community goes and the way uh, people look at football. But then again, I also look at it as an opportunity. There's a lot of really good football fans in this town that maybe don't want to drive four or five hours because I just met with a guy from L.A. It took him five hours to get here. There might be a lot of really good football fans out there that don't want to drive four or five hours to see a football game when they can see a pretty good product uh, right here at home, and maybe they'll become fans of our team. And I, I think that college football has a lot of things to offer that pro football does not. And it's still a high caliber of football that you get to watch play, but the emotional part of the game and the way people get into the game is much different than a pro football game. And hopefully we're going to gain a lot of fans that want to watch football, and we're going to put a good product out there so they'll get to see a winning team. And we are the only show in town right now for all those people that love to watch football, and we plan on that helping us be better than we have been in the past. And we are excited about the opportunity presented to us. Uh, obviously, a winning football program makes it easy for people to want to come out and you know watch. 
having you know great foes that we're playing helps. Game day experience is obviously something that's very important to us. As we look at you know everything from pregame tailgates, we've really I feel like upped our game in the last couple of years, and we'll continue to listen to you know what our fans and football fans in the community say about things that we can you know make the pregame piece better. Obviously, the uh, the jumbotron that's been referenced. It you, you know you you go anywhere and you can being able to see the game, the replays and that type of thing is important. People want to see that. So we'll continue to work to try to, you know, update that as we can. And, you know, inside the stadium, the atmosphere, you know, is important too. You have to look at, you know, the ability to get on your cell phone, Wi-Fi, all those types of things. What are other, you know, things we can do inside the stadium that might entice students or families to come to the game as well? You know, we're really going to dig and, you know, put forward the best experience that we possibly can that goes along with a great experience that's actually on the field. Are there already plans in place to kind of make some of those changes happen? Um, you know, we, we've had discussions on things that we want to do. It's, it's early in the planning process for us. There might be some plans that we have to dust off that we've looked at in years past. Obviously, you know, we need to work with the city and, you know, understand the things that we can do in, do in the stadium. Uh, and how to partner with that? We, you know, we'll talk to the uh, to the bowl game folks. They're obviously, you know, part of the stadium experience as well, and you know, see what we can come up with to again put forward the uh, the best foot we can. JD, now that you have this, maybe some control of the skyboxes, do you see much of a market to be able to use those skyboxes in, in an effective financial way? <laughs> Um, we are uh, currently we're working with the city to um, understand how the uh, how we'll move forward with skyboxes and, and premium seating. And yes, I think there's a market for that. There was obviously a market for that with the uh, with the Chargers, and we'll be reaching out to you know local businesses, uh, corporations, our fans, our alumni to understand what their interest is in that not only the uh, skyboxes but also you know the club the club level seating and is there anything else we can do in the short term you know to create some other premium areas within the stadium to make that more attractive JD do you rework your lease with the city now that you are the primary football tenant vis-a-vis uh, revenue streams and things that will aid this athletic program financially uh, you know currently right now we're working with the mayor and the city council uh, we have two more years on our current lease, and we're working on an extension, uh, another two-year extension with the city. And within that, that all of that discussion will happen as we work through this extension that uh, is currently, you know, we've been working on for a while and hope to wrap up soon. Is there any conversation about having the city tarp off the upper deck and just make a lower deck skybox to give it a much closer, better feel? Um, we have not advanced that discussion. We aren't that far uh, into those types of discussions at this point. I mean, we've only, in most games, we've only uh, opened the upper area for, you know, the uh, Sky Show games. So the upper deck, you know, coming up with the uh, revenue to tarp off the upper deck, depending on how long we're going to be playing in the queue, we'll have to look and see you know, from a return on investment, if that's something we want to do or we'd rather spend our money somewhere else that actually improves the game day experience for the fan sitting in the stadium. J.D., when it was uh, officially announced that you were coming back and you were going to take this position, 
Did you have it pretty much in your head that this day had to happen for Rocky? Um, an extension, absolutely. I mean, you know, you look at what our football program has been over the last six or seven years, and having someone uh, of the caliber of Rocky Long as your head football coach, you know, absolutely. This this was a no-brainer. Was the five years a no-brainer for you, Rocky? I mean, when you look, I know you look just tomorrow, but <laughs> three years, five-year extension, whatever, five years. Why does that work for you? Uh, it was a no-brainer for me because it's all about the program. And I think when you're recruiting, the lifeblood of your program is the players you get. I think we've got a great coaching staff, and I think we have a great university, but you don't win on the football field without talented football players. And then to get talented football players to come here, they have to see stability in the program. They've got to know what they're coming into, and they've got to believe that it's going to be there the whole time or they won't come here. If they don't fit our personality, we don't get them. But so the other, the instability part could make them go somewhere else if they didn't think what they see is what they're going to get for the next four years. Rocky, what has this journey at San Diego State been like for you when you look at when you first walked into the doors to now signing extension and being an Aztec for life for you? What has that journey kind of been like? Uh, it's been frustrating at times, but it's been a lot of fun at times too. I mean, uh, in, our, in our business, uh, working with young people is uh, probably the best part of our business. But they're not very happy, and coaches aren't very happy, and fans aren't very happy unless you win games. And we have a much more important job than winning football games, to be honest with you. Uh, young men at this age need some guidance. I mean, they get guidance from their parents, but they need guidance from other people, too, that have their interest at heart but you don't get to guide them very long unless you win games. So when we win games, it's a lot of fun. There's been some frustrations all along the way, and there's going to be some more. But if you win enough games, most of it's fun. I think it'll only help recruiting if, if the, the young people that we're recruiting see a difference in the kind of support we get. If the support stays the same, I'd say recruiting would stay the same. But if we can continue to win and the support gets bigger, and now it's part of that has to do with our scheduling, we have two Pac-12 teams on our schedule for the next four or five years, always one at home, so that could help. And us continuing to win will help. But if, our, if the support from the community gets better and it becomes a normal process, that would help recruiting dramatically. J.D., in your, your first tour here with Jim, and now since you've come back in the meetings with the president, there has been some conversation of football stadium on campus, attractive land, 30,000, 32,000. Is that doable, or do you think you have to be in the bigger picture of a pro NFL stadium if they ever get it built in Mission Valley? Um, you know, I think we've, we've studied uh, a lot of different places on campus, Mission Valley, what if the Chargers went downtown uh, when they were looking at that, whatever it might be. 
and I think Mission Valley is, is where we need to be. Mission Valley is, you know, where the stadium is currently. It's an easy three trolley stop ride for our students that are on campus. Uh, and we'll have more students on campus here shortly with the uh, sophomores coming on the campus in the next couple of years. Um, and a lot of your infrastructure there, ease of getting there, uh, those types of things are, are in place. So I think uh, if we look towards a new football stadium, Mission Valley is the uh, logical place to go. JD, when in this aftermath of the charges moving, one of the discussions has been MLS, San Diego State, you know, will they share? Um, and one of the key differences seems to be stadium size. Um, MLS is talking about 25, 28, 30. You know, it seems like ideal for you guys to be more in the 40,000 range. Is that going to be an issue going forward here as far as you guys struggling over, if, if it comes to an MLS discussion, you guys struggling over size of stadium? Uh, you know, that's a, it's a discussion to have. I mean, there's a lot of moving parts to that. The one thing I will say, um, I'm very eager to have a partner in a stadium. I don't want to build a stadium that we use seven times a year. That's, to me, that's a waste of resources. I want a stadium that is lit up 100 to 150 times a year, uh, you know, generating excitement for the community, things for the community to do, for our students, for San Diego State. It's also generating revenue that helps operate that stadium. So the, you know, the dollars that we're making off of our ticket sales, off of our premium is going to the, you know, the bottom line of San Diego State Athletics, thus helping not only our football program, but our, you know, our entire operation as a whole, all of our student athletes. So that's a discussion as we sit down with, you know, with whomever that group might be. And if they're bringing MLS team with them, we'll figure out what that number is that works for both both the MLS side and the San Diego State side um, to arrive at a, at a good partnership. JD, aside from all of that, how crucial is it for a college football program to have a stadium to be able to forge its own identity? Uh, you know, I think the, one of the big pieces for me is atmosphere. Um, I think if you look at what Viejas Arena became over time with atmosphere, you know, Steve Fisher was winning games and the program was doing well. And then that atmosphere kind of mushroomed into something special and we had something special. Well, Rocky Long is building something special with our football program. We're winning games, but right now we're in Qualcomm where it's just really difficult. Even if we put a new video board and ribbon boards and all of that in there, it's hard to create that atmosphere. So if you've got a, you know, a smaller stadium, a San Diego State appropriate size stadium, whether that's 30 or 40,000 seats, and you can generate that atmosphere that gets people excited about being there, it's, um, it's, a, different, um, it's a different fan today. You know, you can't just, it's not the days of coming and, you know, you park your car, you walk in, you get your hot dog and your Pepsi and you have a seat and you watch the game and then you go home. There's so much more that's, you know, that you need to present to the fans to get them to come to the game. And so having that stadium will allow us that opportunity to, uh, to do that. Is it safe to assume if the Aztecs and MLS are part of this player and all this, that MLS would be part of the financing too to help alleviate the crush on you, the city, et cetera? Um, hey, we'll look for some form of a partnership to build the stadium. 
Rocky, I know in years past with extensions and whatnot, just contract issues, um, um, you worked to you know help pay, um, give pay raises to your assistants. Was that the same case this, this time around? Um, was that a big emphasis for, for you to keep those guys around? Yeah, it's, it's the same. And uh, our athletic department, with JD's help, has been very uh, uh, generous to our coaches. All of our coaches got raises. Uh, and then I got a five-year extension, so they're pretty confident that I'll be around for a while, and that, that makes assistant coaches feel better. But the raise and, and our coaches get bonuses for being in bowl games and all that sort of thing, so it's a nice deal. Do you have any assistants, Rocky, currently interviewing for jobs elsewhere you think you might lose? I don't have any assistants right now interviewing, but over the last three weeks I've had about three coaches interview for other jobs, and they're still here, so that's good. That doesn't mean they're not good, by the way. I mean, <laughs> just because someone didn't hire them. But uh, no, they're, as of today, they're still here, but you never know. Maybe I'll find out something when I walk out of here. Can you tell us who those are? I prefer not to. At this point, would you expect they'll stay? There's more likely they'll stay now that we've already had our coaches convention. But things happen even during spring practice and all that. You might have something happen. J.D., how soon can we expect to see signage at Qualcomm? You know, the banners and stuff that said chargers are gone. How quickly can we start to see Qualcomm become an Aztec stadium? Uh, you know, we've done some branding in the stadium that was, you know, in a temporary nature. And, you know, we've had some ideas of what we would like that branding to look like. Uh, honestly, that'll be sitting down with Mike McSweeney at the stadium and, you know, the folks at the city to understand, you know, what we can do, what, you know, what are we responsible for, what the bowl games might want to do, what the city's going to do. Um, so those really those conversations are you know just in the very initial stages. JD, when we got to the finish line last week, were you shocked that Spanos took the team out of San Diego? Um, you know, it's one of those things, and I've I've told numerous people this, and I told our staff when we sat in staff meetings on a week-to-week basis. It really it was back and forth. Um, you know, like Rocky said, it's unfortunate to lose the Chargers. It's unfortunate to lose an NFL team. I mean, I think that NFL team says something about, uh, you know, a city. But at the same time, um, we are excited about, you know, our opportunity to be, you know, the premier football program in the city of San Diego and, you know, and even, you know, folks, the county. I mean, you look at it and say the entire county of San Diego. Uh, we're excited for people to have that opportunity to come to the queue and, you know, have a, a great time. I mean, really, it, it's one city, one team. You know, we're San Diego State football. We're here. So, and we're not going anywhere. Um, so we're excited to play in front of folks and for them to experience it. Rocky, you've talked in the past about being a college team in an NFL city. Do you now kind of relish the fact that and, and did you feel like you were somewhat underappreciated um, because you were in NFL City with what you had accomplished? I, I didn't think we were underappreciated. I, I, I think that we were second in line, if that makes sense. Uh, I, for an example, I go to a certain bank that have five very nice ladies. that They all are Charger fans. And they were asking me what they were going to do now. I said, well, that's simple. You come watch us play. 
And they said, well, we don't know how to do that. And I said, okay, the first game I'm bringing you five tickets. I'm going to tell you how to get there. I'm going to tell you where to park and what to do. And after you have a good time, which you will, you'll have a good time. After that, you've got to buy our tickets. And they all agreed to that deal. So, so I, I think there's some educating going on. I, I think there's some people that are pro football fans that uh, know very little about the college game or have experienced very little about the college game. Well, if they're football fans and they don't want to drive five hours to see a game, they ought to come check us out one time. And I, and I think if you're really a football fan, you're going to have a good time. And you're going to see a pretty good quality of football. It's not NFL football, but you're going to see a pretty good quality of football, and you're going to see a lot more emotion. You're going to see a lot more kids playing with, the, with their hearts on their sleeves, and you're going to see some things you don't see in pro football that are just as much fun to watch, if you ask me, just as much fun. And the outcome of the game is uh, uh, more in doubt in a college football game than it is in some pro football games, too, which makes it more exciting at the end as long as it's close. But I, I think part of it's us educating and getting people just to come watch one time. And if we get people to come watch one time, I think our crowd, our base will get better and better and better. Are you extending an olive branch to Raider fan? I'll extend the knowledge branch to anybody that likes football. Even if they, even if they want to buy a ticket and root for the other team, that's okay with me as long as we beat them. <laughs> J.D., can I ask you a stadium question as it relates to your experience in Pullman, Jim? Sure. I mean, money was tight, a smaller market, et cetera, and a real struggle when I was in the Pac-10. Um, did that help you gain great experience as to how to deal with this scenario going forward now? What would you take from the Pullman experience? Um, yeah, the one big thing with the Pullman experience, we did um, one major stadium uh, renovation while I was there, and then right before I left was the major um, extent or the major expansion with premium new press box, all of that. The biggest thing was collaboration across campus, and you know, one of the pieces here will be community. Um, obviously the stadium was sitting on campus so you, you engage the community but here it'll be much more with you know working with the mayor working with the city council and working with the entire community um, on what that looks like uh, and, but you know it, it is important to collaborate with you know Dr. Hirschman and everyone across campus to understand what's going to be you know best for not just San Diego State Athletics but again but San Diego State as a whole. Well, you'll definitely see a push coming up as we look to, uh, you know, get out there that, you know, season tickets are available. GoAztecs.com. Uh, you can go there, and we'll have much more information pushed out over um, the next couple of weeks and then, you know, different things as we get through the year. We've already seen, um, you know, a good push. We've already sold more new season tickets for next season than we did all of last year. So there's obviously an interest from people out there to come see San Diego State football. So you'll see us getting, you know, a, a good push here uh, in the next couple of weeks. And then, you know, we'll kind of, you know, develop as we uh, move, through this, uh, move through the rest of the year. Well, there be a place to get more uh, merchandise because it's hard to get around down here, like in the bud store and supermarkets around 
the college area, but will there be uh, one merchandise in, say, like Poway or out in East County or other places like around San Diego? Um, we certainly, you know, our, we partner with the bookstore, and our goal is certainly get the, to get the SDSU brand out there as much as we possibly can. Um, you know, kind of lean on the folks uh, that run the bookstore and handle our online sales to, you know, get that out as, as much as we can, you know, and hopefully we'll have more opportunities to get SDSU um, apparel out there for folks. Um, you know, as they, you know, get rid of their Charger apparel and, you know, hopefully adopt the San Diego State. What was your season ticket count last year, and is there, is there a magic number you say, hey, this, this could be top ten? Um, I'm going to look to Steve. What was our number last year? I'm going to look back to you, JD. No. Um, <laughs> it, was, uh, it was around 14,000. 14,000 Um, You know, I, I don't know that there's a magic number. Our goal is to get as many people as we possibly can into the stadium. And, you know, even if it's this year, if it's, you know, people wanting to sample the product and, you know, they're buying a single game ticket and then maybe they come back a couple more times this year, but they get engaged and they see, you know, the, you know, the atmosphere, the fun that you can have at a college football game, and then they're buying a season ticket, you know, two years down the road. Um, this isn't a, you know, the next two months, let's see what we can do. We're in this for the long haul, you know, you know, again, we're here. We're San Diego State. We're going to play football in San Diego for the foreseeable future. We're not going anywhere. Any other questions? Uh, one other question as it relates to the Mountain West Conference. Do you foresee any more changes in these conference affiliations? And do you think there's a potential for Mountain West to add more? Um, you know, I, I certainly don't have a crystal ball. Um, I would say as various conference television rights come up over the next five to ten years, there's the potential that you'll see movement. Um, I don't know that there's any reason to speculate that the Mountain West Conference is going to add any teams at this point. I don't, I, I don't see that. Um, I don't see that as a conversation currently. Uh, but what you can say five or ten years from now, I, I don't know. Would you like to see BYU part of this package again? Uh, part of the Mountain West Conference. Uh, you know, my, my biggest thing for the Mountain West Conference is, is I want a conference that uh, is competitive as possible and is competitive at the national level. And that's incumbent upon the teams that are in our conference right now to, you know, go out, recruit the best they can, put on the best performance they can, and go out and win games and make the Mountain West Conference, you know, the most competitive uh, conference that we can be. Let's win games. I just had one more question. It's kind of an aesthetic question, but those uh, flags around Qualcomm that have all the NFL teams around them, um, I kind of would like to see those replaced with something. So will you um, include other flags, like the Mountain West schools or NCAA schools, or what will those be replaced with something? I know at one point we had studied, uh, I think, San, some type of San Diego State branding at the top there. Um, if we're going to brand in the stadium, we're going to brand San Diego State um, and, you know, conference logo type of thing. Uh, but we'll stick with San Diego State branding. Thank 